Howdy ho, you handsome hunk. Grab a snack and gain some chunk. If your day is great or really sunk, we hope to help you shake the funk. So if you're good to hear some junk, buckle up, it's the Junk Monk Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Junk Monk Podcast. I'm your host, Candace Sloan, who you know from Instagram at Hardens and Hard Hats. And I'm Noah, your co-host, you know from right now. If this is your first time listening, let us fill you in. We are watching and reviewing every episode of the USA hit TV show Monk right here each week. And we're going to do so while eating a little bit of junk. So I've got my junk food here, which is a Gatorade Zero. So it's it's not like sugary. It's not it's not even a Gatorade. It's not even it's, actually it's, junk food. It just tastes sweet, so. Well, to be fair, I have this party size bag of sour cream and onion potato chips, which are almost completely polished off because we were eating them during our episode viewing. Yeah. Also, you must know, I have seen every episode of Monk. I'm a huge fan, started watching it in about 2007, and for the most part, watched it as it aired. I've seen the pilot episode and those we've done on the show, and a few scattered here and there in different seasons. So, if you're ready to start the show, Toby... Take it away. Here's, Here's what happened. happened. Okay. All right. Uh, this is season five, episode five. Mr. Monk, Private Eye. Here's what happened. In the opening scene, we see a man named Jay Bennett on his boat, Lucky Lady, with his lover, Anna Pollard. When Anna wants to break it off and stay with her husband, Bennett takes the opportunity out at sea to murder her and toss her overboard. Monk becomes involved when Stoudemire comes to him with a case of a missing school teacher. Meanwhile, Mr. Monk's first client for his private investigation service, Linda Fusco, brings him a fender bender case and will pay him big bucks to solve it. The two cases collide when Dr. Jay Bennett is suspected by Monk of the fender bender, and when Adrian, while investigating, gets trapped on the lucky lady, Stoudemire puts it together that Bennett is the name that keeps popping up in the missing teacher case. The gang realizes Monk is in trouble. They take Linda's boat to save him and find him bobbing in the bay. This is the demise of A. Monk Private Investigation. Yay! I, I like this episode. All right, so that was Mr. Monk, Private Eye. What did you like about this episode, Candace? Leap and Annette will appear. Natalie is such a go-getter in this episode. I love it. Natalie makes Monk just go for it. Yeah. And Grandpa Neville is... You know, the star of the show. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I just love it. I love I love her little saying, the, which, you know, Monk kind of throws it in her face <laughs> at the end. But I love it. I just love how Natalie just makes him go for it. And, yeah. Yeah. I, I also love Natalie's positivity in this episode. Because, like, even when she did make the mistake of the private investigation and things aren't actually turning out well, she's still hopeful and she's still oh, just give it a one more day, or one more day, and one more day, and one more day. So, yeah. I'll see. My next thing is Sexy in Sonoma. <laughs> Randy's cousin is online dating Stottlemyre. <laughs> <laughs> I, actually lo- I actually love that entire scene. Mm-hmm. I love Stottlemyre is He's reading the profile, and I, I like the nod to Karen Stottlemyre whenever he's like, oh, I'm in touch with my spiritual side, mm-hmm. you know, talking about the woman that he's looking at online, uh, loves yoga and spiritual side. And he's like, been there, married that. <laughs> so you're like, oh, okay, kind of reminds you like, you know, the last thing we kind of saw from Stottlemyre is his divorce. I think he's mentioned Karen maybe once, like talking about the kids like, oh, Karen's, you know, taking the kids or something like that. Yeah. But other than that, this is our first, like, introduction into 
oh yeah, Stottlemyre got a divorce and now he's single and he's on the computer and he finds the next person and then Randy comes in and he just throws his jacket mm-hmm. backwards over it. You know, um, so classified, you know, <laughs> just need to know information. He's like, my cousin saw your dating profile online. And he's like, uh, and he's like, yeah, I didn't know you got a hot tub. You have a hot tub put in? And he's like, your cousin? He's like, yeah, sexy in Sonoma. <laughs> and Stottlemyre is so embarrassed. I love it. I, I just love that whole scene. You took two of my things, uh, Natalie's so positivity sorry. and Stottlemyre hiding the dating site. But I really liked the montage of Natalie and Monk being bored. I think it was it was just so funny because it's like Monk just staring and hating at Natalie, like sharpening his pencil, twirling the chair, sharpening his pencil again. <laughs> I do. I love the twirl, the chair twirl. No, just like just watching scared. it spin. Okay, so what's the next thing? <laughs> yeah, and how many pencils does that guy have? That was an excessive amount of pencils. But I, I should have shown him like going down to the nubs. Mm-hmm. And all the pencils are just nubby. Yeah. Oh, the the hostage call. When she, he calls Natalie and he's like, oh. <laughs> I'm being kidnapped against my will. She's like, oh my gosh. Oh, let me get a pen. Uh, and where are you? What's going on? She's like, it's my personal assistant. She's keeping me in a room. She's like, oh my gosh. You're like, her name's Natalie Teeger. Shamong. <laughs> <laughs> that was really cute. Stottlemyre and Fusco sitting in a tree. K-I-S-S-I-N-G. Well, so, not yet. Did they, did, did they kiss? No. Oh, okay. But they were close. They were close. They were close. They were, there was actually a lot of scenes with them, like, hardcore flirting. Yeah. Like, oh, there was a lot. Even yeah. in front of the gang, they were yeah. like, ooh. <laughs> oh, I love that scene, too. Did you, what did you have about Linda? Is that it? Or? About Fusco? Yeah. yeah. That's kind of it. Yeah, because they, I mean, they were right off the bat. <laughs> You, do you really don't have anything about her? No. Okay. I put, Stottie's got game. <laughs> and his uh, his quote, it's your elephant. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, what? Like, well, you told me to tell you something that you didn't know. So I said, what's the only mammal that can't jump? It's your elephant. <laughs> I was like, it, it was funny because I, I wrote that as a joke. Like, oh, Stottie's got game because he says that weird just random yeah. fact but like she liked it yeah she, did. <laughs> she liked it and then they kept going and they were just like that tension and like you said you're like what the heck because everyone's obviously just staring yeah. at them in the room and then they walk out and natalie's like oh that was fast mm-hmm. and then i thought i was punny but randy says captain leland stuttlemeyer <laughs> <laughs> oh like, oh yeah that's good i really like when Monk and Natalie confront this guy, and they're like, we know what you did. And he's like, oh, you know you know what I did? And they're like, yeah, just, it's okay. All you got to do is pay us a little bit. It's fine. Everything's going to be okay. And he thinks he's, they're talking about his murder because he murdered a woman. But Natalie and Monk are just talking about a car he hit. So he's, he's like, oh, okay. Um, and Monk's like interrogating him. He's like, "It's fine. It's it's fine. All you have to do is pay us, and it, this can all just go away." These things happen all the time. These things happen. <laughs> Accidents happen. It's okay. It's okay. And then Natalie, they're, they're just both so nonchalant about it. And he's like, "What are you talking about?" And Monk's like, "What are you talking about? No, what are you? Well, what is he talking about? What, wait, what? And then what kind uh, of cops are you? <laughs> what kind of cops are you?" 
And then Monk's like, the hit and run. And he was like, oh, <laughs> no. No, that wasn't me. And then, well, I'll give them that in my dislikes. What happens after? Okay, so Jeez. I have one. <laughs> Randy <laughs> to Grandpa Neville. Is this Mitch? <laughs> <laughs> Does it look like Mitch? Mitch? I don't know. Like, really, that looks like Mitch to you. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. Um, So my last kind of, I have an overarching theme, but my last just little nugget is I like Linda. I feel like she's like, I feel like she's feisty. And so is Leland. I mean, we know Leland's a hothead. Mm -hmm. Yo-yo, anger management, Need I say more? So the fact that she comes to Adrian and he's like, and she says, you know, get this sob who left a dent in my car, yeah. and it's like that would be. I feel com- like they they're better than Karen and Stalin. Exactly, better than the hippie lifestyle. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So far, I like them together. Yeah, I like the teamwork at the end of the episode because Monk gets over his fear. He gets on the boat, and then the boat drives away. And Natalie calls Stottlemyre. And they all arrive. Randy's like, oh, I found that name in the phone book. Stottlemyre puts it together, and they're like, but he's all the way over there. What are we going to do? And then Fusco's like, I got the boat. So it was it was a lot of teamwork. They all helped on one aspect or another. Yeah, and I did. I noticed when I was writing the synopsis of, you know, how did Monk figure out the case? And I put it together kind of that he really didn't. Stottlemyre yeah. put together the case. And so definitely teamwork on that end where, you know, Monk does figure it out when he's by himself on the boat and he realizes the guy's not mad at him about a fender bender. He's mad yeah. at him about a murder. So Monk does put it together separately. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the whole here's what happened. There wasn't really one of those. Stoudemire just kind of blurts it out like, that's the same guy about the missing teacher. He's in trouble. Go get him. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he kind of sums it up for us there. So definitely teamwork there. And then kind of just to wrap up my likes my overarching theme is i feel like i like the episode in the sense that we see stoudemire moving forward from his divorce and more teamwork by natalie trying to advance monk she's trying to help monk obviously financially but she's overall helping him in his career she's just she's so excited she's just gonna get something else going for him and i like that and i feel like that does contribute to what you were saying about the teamwork aspect. Yeah. Monk jumps from the boat. I was like, he jumps on the boat and then jumps off the boat. I'm very proud of Monk in this episode. Like he big. That is, that's a good point. There's a ton of risks in this episode. Monk isn't too like crazy besides like the business cards. And when he, he's running away from the guy on the boat, he like touches the poles. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, but those are like the only crazy moments. And Monk jumps from the boat knowing that he can barely swim. Yeah. And then they're all so happy whenever they see him. And they are like, so Aw. happy. Yeah. She's like, there's a toilet seat right there. Why won't he uh-huh. just grab it? They're, they're like, ah, like, oh, <laughs> uh, it's, it's pretty hard to explain. <laughs> it's, it's a long story. That's all I have. Yep, that's all I have too. Oh, okay. So, so what did you dislike about this episode? Okay. Rude Randy, again. Mm-hmm. He just, just a little offhanded comment, but I feel like it's so, I don't know, I guess, I guess I could stop saying that it's out of character if he keeps doing it. Mm-hmm. Maybe it just is a part of his character to just have a little bit of like rude Randy sass, but he's like, oh, it looks like a real office in here. I know. When he goes into Monk's uh. office, I'm like, 
it is a real office because it's an actual, it's an office. Like yeah. whether Monk's in there or not, it is an office. So what do you mean it looks like a real office? Yeah. Prude Randy. I know. It looks better than his. He doesn't even have an office. He, does, he doesn't have an office. He has a little cubicle thing. He doesn't even have a cubicle. He just has it's a not desk. not even a cube. Just it's just a, a desk. desk. Attached to some, somebody else's desk. Yeah. Yeah. Number one dislike for the show. There are body crates on a boat? Like, unless that's, like, a weird, like, fishing thing, which yeah, I, I would, doubt I it is. That it, yeah, I don't know if it's for fishing, but it does have holes in it. What? It's not a body. It can't be a body crate. There's no such thing as a body crate. <laughs> but, I mean, it, she just put the body in there, and it was just in the boat. Spoiler alert. Out of ten body crates. Out of ten body. That was yours? No. <laughs> that's a good one. I know. I was joking. <laughs> Is yours harpoon guns? I thought about that. Dang it. I thought that was your material. Because I, me and Candace made a deal before the show. I'll take the little one and she'll take the big one. Which I think we both know what the little one is. But I have no idea what her big one is. I, t- I told you it wasn't that interesting. So oh, no. don't get excited, people. I'm intrigued. Okay, my next thing is peeping Linda. Like, what? Oh, I know. How long was she watching him? Creeper <laughs> stalker. It's behind the fridge. I- <laughs> like and the fact she she can't even see the broom from there. She just knows. She's, she's memorized where the broom is in his house. Yeah, I know that was so weird. She, oh my god! It was definitely she's another so scene away. of hardcore flirting. Yeah, but did she? She didn't have binoculars. She had yeah. a pot in her hand or a a pot a pourer thing. Pourer. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, water, watering watering can can. Yeah, got it. I got it. Oh, you said watering, and I don't finished it. I out of ten Linda watering cans. That is also a good one. I'm literally coming up with all these items now. No. <laughs> I couldn't think of one single item <laughs> when I was doing it. Out of ten stotty brooms. Oh God. Oh wait, I think I figured so yours good. out. Is it out of ten? Um, what's his name? What's his? No, just quit guessing. No, no, no you know it. No, you know it. Uh, stop guessing. That's a grandpa. Ted Grandpa, what's his face? Okay. Things. All right. That's it. Anyway, she's, so she's do you have anything else? I guessed it. <sighs> this this one, uh, consistently, every time this happens in an episode, it it lands on my dislike list. List. Like I really like this episode, but this I I, I just can't let it slide. Like, come on, writers, prove it. <laughs> Prove it. They this always guy, do. Guy, that guy did not have to roll down his window and say, you're so smart. Prove it. What? That I was so know. unnecessary. It Ugh, was unnecessary. These little punks. Like it's And you know what? It, I feel like that is a criticism because I feel like in that moment, that was really unneeded. But yeah. also, Monk is smart enough that we know that he knows. Yeah. And we know who it is. Mm-hmm. So they don't need to spell it out for us when we already know who did yeah, it. And they don't need to spell it out for Monk and Natalie either. Because he's smart enough to figure out who did it. So I don't know. I I, I, I like that criticism actually just, in this one. Sometimes sometimes I think it's like, oh yeah, they're going macho, macho what's it called? Like ma- mano y mano. Yeah. But not in this case. This, no. This guy was not a standout of enough villain mm-hmm. to be like, prove it. Yeah. yeah. No. He was, an, he was an astronaut. Was good. Okay, this one's kind of a harsh critique as well. Um, I didn't think Monk himself was too entertaining this episode. 
I felt like he was too reluctant. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously he said that, you know, he's afraid of risks. It's on his fear list or whatever. But I felt like he was too, and I don't say mopey, but kind of. I, it's like a mixture of mopey and reluctant. But I could see after he gets punched and he gets he gets punched in the stomach by that guy. He gets shoved by that fisherman guy. Mm-hmm. That after that, he's like, okay, Natalie, like, see, this is what I was talking about. Or, you know, but not like... He starts off like, no, that's not going to happen. I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. I, I get it. It's Monk, but I guess there wasn't enough funny parts of it to make it seem like he wasn't just completely being a downer to Natalie. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of weird, but also I felt like the case was really simple too. Yeah. And like he, again, he didn't solve it. Stottlemyre solved it and not to be rude to Stottlemyre, but it's like when Stottlemyre solves a case, you know, the case wasn't that hard to solve. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, this is my last one. I feel bad for Natalie because she's like, even Monk calls her out. He's like, it's okay, Natalie. We all make mistakes. And then she's like, no, but I know this wasn't a mistake. But, yeah, I just feel bad for Natalie because she, she really wanted that to work out. And she's deep in debt. Yeah, my, my last one is poor Natalie. She tried so hard. She was a little bit much with Grandpa Neville, but it was I thought it was really sweet. And then Monk's fear of risks just was too much for yeah. as as optimistic as she was. Like, this was really similar, I feel like, to the big reward where Monk was not into it. Like, it's a million dollars, like, whatever. And she's like, it's a million dollars. Like, she was getting excited over the $3,000 that Linda promised them. Yeah. And he's like, eh, whatever. And so, yeah. Poor Natalie. Poor yeah. Natalie. She was so excited. It was so short-lived. He's the guy. Okay, um... Per usual on He's the Guy, I have nobody. So, Candace, who do you have for He's the Guy? Okay, I have three people. Okay. The first one is going to be the waitress. Her name is Odette Annabelle in real life. Her name on the show was Courtney. And if you don't remember, the waitress was the one where they go into that... I don't. What was that? A club? Some type of, like, lounge club? It was a club. bar. And that guy punches him in the stomach. And the waitress chases them out and says, Dr. J. Bennett, he's a regular here. And then Monk wants the card back from her. And she's like, oh, it's a little wrinkled. Mm -hmm. That's Courtney. Okay. So she is on a few different things, but she's on the grinder, which I watched when it was on Fox new girl. And then house actually all three of those shows are on Fox. That's interesting. But anyway, Hmm. So House, she was on for, like, I think, 17 episodes. She was Dr. Jessica Adams, and she comes in kind of after... Spoiler alert, if you're watching House, the main doctors kind of all quit, and House has to rehire some of the doctors, his, mm-hmm. like, assistant doctors, and she's one of them, along with the Asian woman and Taub, I think. So that's Odette Annabelle, and... Um, the next person is Sharon Lawrence, who plays Linda Fusco. She, I feel like when I see her, I feel like, oh, she's super famous. Her credit is NYPD Blue is what she was most known for. And I think it said she was on like 120 episodes or so. So that's a lot of NYPD Blue. Mm-hmm. But I know her, of course, from One Tree Hill, where she was on for seven episodes as Sylvia Baker, which again, spoiler alert, if you are watching Winter Hill, because I know a lot of people, you know, watching old shows, but she is Julian Baker's mother who ends up marrying Brooke. So, spoiler alert if you... Sorry. Beedo, beedo. Uh, okay, my last person is Frederick Wheeler, 
who plays Dr. J. Bennett. He played Marshall Mann in In Plain Sight, which I thought was a pretty good show. It was on USA at the same time. I, I think maybe at the same time, maybe it overlapped a year or so with Monk. I'm not 100% sure. But um, In Plain Sight was a, I thought it was really fun. It has starred Mary McCormick. And he was the other lead in the show. Mm-hmm. So it's like a, a, you know, a girl cop, a guy cop. And they're actually U.S. Marshals for the Witness Protection Program. So each of the episodes, they, you know, have another person that they're going to take and hide them somewhere. Mm-hmm. So it was actually a pretty fun show. Yay. So yeah, he played Marshall Mann. And he was also in Armageddon, which I didn't see, but I saw that on his credit. And that's obviously a super famous movie. So yeah, so that's it for He's the Guy. I thought that was actually pretty... Pretty famous episode there. Yeah. So. And now, drum roll, please, for... Junk time. Okay, welcome to junk time. Mine and your favorite part of the show where me and Candace get to snacking on our junk. Okay. All right, first I'm actually going to start with a little social media update of sorts. It's I'm not sure it's social media, but that's why I promo most of the show, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. I even have a Pinterest account. I'm trying to hit all the stops, people. I want to spread the love for Monk. So if you're there, if you are anywhere, just hit us up on all those platforms, and yeah. we'd really appreciate it. But as part of our promo box for the month of April... Right, We give away a Mystery Monk box every month. Part of the criteria for entering to win is reviewing and rating our podcast. So wherever you're listening to this, I'm not sure what platform you're using, but I have found that the best way to review podcasts is either on Apple, right? Mm-hmm. So if you have an iPhone, iOS device, click on our picture of our Junk Monk podcast, scroll all the way down, you'll see the stars, you will see that there are a couple of reviews. So we do have our first reviews, which is pretty exciting. Ooh. So yeah, so after, I'll probably maybe read some of those reviews after the contest is over, and that way, well, that way we don't kind of, you know, skew like, oh, we read so-and-so's, you know, and then they're like, oh my gosh, I won, or, you know, or people think they can't enter. So... Just with that being said, go ahead and rate and review this episode on Apple. And the other platform that I have found that is the best for reviews is Stitcher. So if you have an Android device and you don't have an Apple or iOS, download the Stitcher app. And I mean, you don't have to listen to it on Stitcher, but that is one way that you can review it. Either way, if you have trouble, just let us know. We're always here to help Mm -hmm. you guys. If you know, if you don't have those things... We still want everybody to be able to enter to win because, again, it's not about us. It's about you guys, and it's about the fans. It's about spreading the monk love, and we want everyone to be able to enter to win our mystery monk boxes because they're actually really fun. They're really fun for us to put together. You Mm -hmm. get some junk. You get a book. You get a disc. You get all these little items from each of the episodes, you know, that we're covering uh, over the next month. So, yeah, so if you wouldn't mind, please hitting us up with that five-star review. And yes, make make it five stars, you know. Yeah. There's they, they give you five, and you can use all of them. You don't have to technically use all of them if you don't want to. But we all know you want to. But yeah, you should. You know, to. you know you want to. It's us, guys. Just think about us. When you're about to when you're about to hit four, and you're like maybe just nah. Whenever, they deserve five. Whenever you're like six. Oh wait, we can't. I guess I'll just have to give them five and then go on another device and then give them another five. Yeah, that's how Monk would want you to do yeah. it. Yeah. Because that's an even ten. Yeah. So yeah, get 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 on your, you know, 
your spouses, your moms, your sisters, your brothers, your cousins, your phones. Your grandma's dog's owner, Walker. Or your grandma's dog. I or mean, your grandma's take dog. Take his phone. What is he using it for? Golly. His dog? own paw cast. Dumb. <coughs> Just dumb. Imagine being a dog. For another junk time. <laughs> for another, another time, people. Another, another deep dive. <laughs> All right, so my first question would be, do you know how to swim? No. Never learned. Never knew how to swim. That, that's a joke. I do. Oh, okay. I very much do. I'm not, I'm not fast or anything, but I do. I don't know. I don't really get the appeal of swimming because, like, I, I get pool parties. Pool parties are fun. Like, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, let's play volleyball in the water. Psh. I actually oh, love but, playing volleyball in the water. Yeah. It's so fun. But then it's like, ocean? No. Oh, yeah. I don't do ocean. Oh, yeah. So I, I assume this is the San Francisco Bay is yeah. where they were at. Because they're in San Francisco. So, right? Where's the water? It's I've, in the bay. Yeah. So, I put that in my synopsis. So, if I'm wrong. But I'm pretty sure that's some type of bay or something. I do enjoy the beach, though. Like, because we went to San Francisco. There, We went to two be- different beaches. A dog beach, because no one's there. Because there's just a bunch of dogs. Mm. You, you get the occasional, like, poop o- over there. Yeah. And you're like, uh. Yeah. But it's still better than, like, people beaches. Because then there's also cute little dogs running around yeah that's funny. and then there's like there's a lot of privacy right and then we also went to this other spot with a bunch of rocks and stuff mm. which is not as like cool but then we built this giant like sand thing that we'd always rebuild when the tide came in it was so much fun we try to keep it alive as long as possible but yeah i like beach maybe not ocean swimming surfing not my thing yeah i i haven't tried surfing i have no balance on yeah. land like, well, okay, that's scratch that. I actually have pretty good balance, but, like, not on a skateboard. So I can't imagine me being any good at surfing. Yeah. So probably not for me. Um, I don't like the ocean. The water is so salty. It burns my eyes. Like, if I get the salt water in my eyes, I have to walk all the way back, wipe my eyes with a towel, and then go back in. So I, like, literally can't, like, get dunked under. Mm-hmm. I have to stay, like, waist high. And so, yeah, I'm not a huge fan. But I did I did go into the water at San Francisco somewhere. I'm trying to think it was Santa Cruz or something like that. The water was freezing cold yeah it was so it's, it's cold really cold. there was only like a couple people in the water and they had wetsuits on and they looked like they were like oh. olympically swimming and nobody nobody else was actually in the water yeah that's it was a huge so thing like cold a bunch of the people in their little wetsuits running out there with their surfboards and it is free that was probably one of the main reasons i didn't go out on the dog beach because it was so cold um but yeah i like i like pool parties too i love uh, I remember in high school, my friend had like a volleyball net in his pool, mm-hmm. his house. Um, so we would all go over there for pool parties and play volleyball. And yeah, I I do know how to swim in the sense that I know how to stay afloat. Um, but I can't like Michael Phelps swim. Yeah. You know, like with your hand over your head thing. I doggy paddle underneath the water and kick my feet. And so I'm basically known among my friends as like the best doggy paddler in wow, the land. Interesting. Yeah. We even like we've had races and I <laughs> kill everybody. They I mean if they like go over the water, I I can't do uh-huh. it. But yeah. I'm I'm a pretty fast doggy paddle. <laughs> I have learned to survive. Yeah, I, I never really learned how to swim is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. All right. Those are those are my two questions. So yeah, don't forget to leave us that review. Five stars. Junk time's already up. over. <laughs> Plot holes. Okay, how about you go first? Okay, 
risks is not number six on the list. Like, whenever Monk is... Natalie's like, Mr. Monk, you need to take more risks. And he's mm-hmm. like, well, let's see. And he counts down all of his... Ri- all yeah, of his, um, he's like germs, needles, whatever. Yeah. And then he's like, risks. He says risks as number six. And then... But he's That's never not, mentioned that before. No, because we... On our Would You Rather episode... Go check that out, by the way. It's really fun to listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, we, the, the last round that we did where we did the phobias... Those were his top ten phobias. Yeah. And we never said risks. It was like lightning, germs, needles, milk, mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Risks was not on there. Yeah. You're right. This isn't necessarily a plot hole, but that's kind of interesting. Monk is so cheap, but he doesn't want to take cases that pay, like, big bucks. Like, why do you think that is? I don't know. He doesn't complain about being poor, but... He doesn't like it. But then, whenever he gets a big case, like the big reward, he doesn't care. It's, yeah, yeah, it doesn't make sense. You're right, though, that he doesn't complain about being poor. Yeah, he just He only complains about Natalie being poor. Yeah. (laughs) Natalie, why don't you have any money? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. You're right. He doesn't really, he doesn't, it doesn't really, I guess, seem to affect his lifestyle when he just goes and buys it anyway. Mm -hmm. Or like Natalie just buys it for him anyway. So it's like, he's like, eh, whatever. But I don't know, because I, I did notice that I wrote this down, and then I was like, but he does make the comment, I used to work. You remember whenever he gets shoved by the fishermen, and then they're walking away, and he makes the comment, like, basically saying, like, yeah, I used to work. Like, I used to I used to do something respectable. Mm-hmm. Now I just get pushed around by a fisherman. But you are working. You're going to get $3,000 if you do this one case yeah like so do you think he thinks it's like beneath him or something to yeah, like do I that think so or boring or doesn't flex his like detective muscles because like they're like think about it natalie's literally like in the parking lot and they're like okay look there's a camera look he was going the wrong way mm-hmm. and like he's just so like okay there's a camera and he's like yeah he why would he go the wrong way and he starts putting the pieces together. And then at the end, remember, he, and he's like, dang it, I'm starting to care about this stupid case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what happens in The Big Reward as well. Because he doesn't care, just like The Big Reward. And then he slowly starts caring and caring until the guy shuts him down, right? And he's like, if you're so smart, prove it. Mm-hmm. And then he leaves and he's like, okay, I care about this case now. Mm-hmm. And then also, what, what was the turning point? And the big reward. Well, I don't know. I was thinking because we do realize that there was a murder. Because remember, Stottlemyre's like, this is a murder now, so you can't hold any information back that you have about the case. Mm-hmm. It's like he's solving the case to solve the murder, yeah. too. So may, that's what I think maybe that was the turning point. Yeah. So, like, I wonder if even, it's say, like, quote, maybe it's not beneath him, but, like, if it's not a murder, he doesn't care. Yeah. Maybe or something. I think know? that's I it. I don't know. I don't know. So something to think about. Why why would Natalie leave her post, her lookout post, while Monk is sneaking on the boat? Because a dog is barking, and she just leaves to go check on the dog and then finds the body, and then Monk took off. Yeah, but it just so happens to be a body. I know. What if it was just a stupid dog, and then she was like, oh, shut up, dog, and then she, she sees Monk driving away. That was really dumb. She got off the hook because there was a body there. <laughs> like, she would have been in trouble if there was just... Yeah. A dog. Yeah, a dog barking at a cat. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, oh, okay. Oh, crap, Mr. Monk. Because <laughs> then it would have been more glaringly obvious. Yeah. Like, 
what? Yeah, what are you but doing? But exactly, you're right. The fact that she gets saved by the I guess they the just body. needed a reason for her to go over there and find the body. But, like, they could have literally And they just, had a reason for her to, to find the body yeah. and to miss the guy walking yeah. by. She could have just yeah. been like, is that a body? No. Oh, wait, no, that's a body. Let me go check on it. There's no... She cannot see the body. There, she literally went over there because that dog was barking. But it was literally, like, well, less no, than... It was hovering on the water. That's true, but whenever you're up at a certain angle, that water is, like, below. So she would have been able to see the deck. She wouldn't have been able to see right what was right underneath the deck at this angle. You know? You can't see what I'm angle I'm talking about. Guys. No, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she was facing it. Okay, they're what not gonna it? get Literally. any of this. We're going too deep. She We're was facing this way, right? And then it was it was like right there. She could have easily seen it. There might have been a boat in the way. So have we been plot hold or not? Uh, we've been plot. I hate the plot hold. And <laughs> debunked debunked thing. Thing. It never works. It never. It literally works. never works. Okay, so the last thing would be, who writes a fake note to draw away suspicion? From them not leaving their information. I know, right? And who writes the fake note and it says, go to Nell? Go to Nell. Why would you what write if, that? What if Nell's a person? What if Nell has all the answers? <laughs> I like that part. <laughs> that was cute. But seriously, why would that guy, because if you don't remember what I'm talking about, Monk sees the security camera and he's like, oh, so the guy hit Linda Fusco's car and then to make it seem like, oh, he was being an honorable person, he got out of the car and he wrote a fake note and he put it in her windshield, and then he got back in the car and drove away. But why would you put go to Nell on the piece mm-hmm. of paper? Why wouldn't you put, sorry, I hit your car, I'm, I apologize. Instead of making this person go out and find you. And I don't, I don't even know why you would write a note if you were just going to, if you weren't going to be nice about it and be like, this is my information. Contact me here. Yeah, why, just put a blank piece of paper. Yeah. You could have literally just acted like you were writing something and stuck it in yeah. the windshield. Nothing. Literally just nothing. Nah, I would have put sorry. If I didn't want people to know I was there, I would have put, I am so sorry. Yeah. Please forgive me. What if you just put some it's money or something? Let's you don't put even, some stupid money like, in the freaking windshield. Take out your wallet. Be like, yeah, oh, I'll have his hundred bucks. This guy's a giant like, boat. Like, he oh, just, he's a doctor. That's why he has a, a boat. And you, think, and you think that another boat owner who's obviously, you know, well off enough to have a boat in that pier isn't going to be pissed off that you wrecked into their yeah. brand new Buick. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was really dumb. Whenever Monk finds the crim, he's like, "Okay, this guy, we know that he did the hit and run. We we're going to we're going to get him. He's he's going to confess." But then this guy is guilty of something way worse. Mm-hmm. And instead of paying Monk and being like, "Oh yeah, I did it." and getting off like a suspect list or something, he doesn't pay him. He's just like, yeah, because Natalie's like, it. oh yeah, just it's no big deal. Just you know, just pay pays a couple yeah. bucks and you're done. And he's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, we're talking about the hit and run. He's like, oh that, I didn't do that. Prove it. Go to Nell. Yeah, <laughs> go to Nell. And you're like, dude, why wouldn't you just pay for it I to know. get them off of your back? They literally would have been happy, and they wouldn't have gone onto the boat yeah. and done any of that. And Saldemar wouldn't have put it together. Like, that's what you get for being cocky. And then yeah. he kills the freaking fisherman. Yeah. What was up with that? 
These people, guys, just quit murdering people. This needs to stop. It's just enough. We just saved many people's lives by saying that right now. All right, next one. How crazy was Monk this episode? Plus crazy moments. All right. Candace, I'm not going to lie. I only have one crazy moment. All right, go for it then. Monk saving the cards. That's the only thing I have. I think you you said some earlier in the episode, though. What? Mm-hmm. Go all out. Just list them quickly. Okay, yeah, so he's out. obsessed with the business cards. Mm-hmm. He says, like, the girl, he's like, she can see it from there. She's reading it. <laughs> he's holding yeah. it up for her to see. And then whenever she comes back, he's like, she gave us a name. Get the card back. <laughs> and then he won't step on the boat. Uh-huh. And then he learned to swim via correspondence <laughs> school. And he gets a certificate for it. <laughs> and then he keeps said card of how to swim in his jacket pocket, for mm-hmm. instances, just like this. So I guess maybe not too crazy. And then he won't use the toilet seat to stay afloat when he's in the water. Those so. are some pretty big ones. But overall, Candace, what... Oh, we didn't do it out of a ten. Yeah. We're so dumb. Okay, okay, okay wait. What is your it. what is your thing? No, you go first. No, you, you okay, had, okay. You yeah. had the mine are the monk business cards, of course. Right. Okay, so out of ten of... monk business cards, and yours are. Well, I thought you'd say out of ten a monk because it says a monk. Oh, oh, out of ten a monk private investigation business cards. There you go. Much more official. Yes. Much more official. Uh, mine is out of ten yellow flip flops. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yes, yeah, it's not. A, it's not amazing. It's just like, oh, forget about that. Mm-hmm. That's cleaver. It is cleaver. So, I'm like I said earlier in the episode. I'm proud of Monk for how he acted in this episode. So, I am rating him a two out of ten. He wasn't that crazy. Okay, so out of ten yellow flip flops, I gave him two. Two yellow flip flops. Two yellow flip flops and two. A Monk Private Investigation Business Cards. All right. Wow. Um, I see your rate this episode. We also have a similar rate this episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's scoot, scoot, skedaddle then. Okay, so. no, you skedaddle. Golly. She's trying to rush Toby. Golly. You can't rush this kind of stuff, Candace. <laughs> Rate this episode. All right, Candace, what would you rate this episode? Okay, I am going to give, I think I'll give my score first this okay. time, but you must know all monk episodes deserve 10. Oh so the minimum is 10, the highest is two tens. After the Q debacle last week, <laughs> where we got all kinds of confused, I figured that I, you know, Noah has a normal scale. I have my crazy scale. Just, I have my own crazy scale here. Go. All right. So I'm going to go with a 10.65. Okay. Uh, 6.5. Candace rates it a 6.5 out of 10, and I rate it a 6 out of 10. Okay. Wow. Nice. We have nothing to argue. This is pretty nice. Yeah. So I still like the episode. I feel like it's definitely a filler episode, mm-hmm. though, yes. especially if Monk doesn't continue having his office or having his investigation service yeah but i did really enjoy the highlight of stottlemyre moving forward after his divorce yeah and natalie attempting to move forward in his career as well Mm-hmm. so good yeah good episode good episode thank you guys for listening 
make sure to hit us up on the gram and Gram-gram. give us a review, guys. Give because us that review. we work so hard on this. <laughs> now I'm just begging at this point. I'm just, yeah. You know what? Just do whatever you want. It or, doesn't. I mean, like I'm soups I mean, cool like, about it. I'm totally. I'm totally soups like, cool. Don't even like. And I'm just you know. You don't even like have to, but I'm like, I'm super casual about it yeah, now. We don't even you don't like care that much. We don't even care. It's like nothing compared to our lives. It's like nothing. But seriously, please. But it would be pretty cool <laughs> if we had some. <laughs> All right, thank you for listening. We'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Hey, guys, thanks for listening to the Junk Monk Podcast. We'd love to hear from you, so please give us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us at Junk Monk Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. If you want to know more about Candice, she's at Hardens and Hardhats on Instagram. And if you want to know more about me, Noah L., subscribe to my vlog, Noah Hernandez, on YouTube. Also, you can leave us a voicemail at 323-366-0477 with your questions, comments, or just to show us some love. Don't forget to catch up on Monk with Amazon Prime Video, and of course, subscribe to our show. You'll thank me later.